Good morning, good people of the podcasting world. Welcome to Storytime with Pete. Let's talk about Royal Rumble 2021. First off, I'm going to give it a rating overall. I'm going to give this show a solid B+. And the reason I'm going to give it a solid B+, is because it's really challenging to do a Royal Rumble type event or any pay-per-view in an environment that is simulated. It had a lot of high energy, and it was a great show, and the performers and wrestlers performed really well, really, really well. Um, But here's the deal. Um, A Royal Rumble without a crowd is not the same as your traditional Royal Rumble. Any WWE event is not the same without a crowd. My favorite match of the whole night was probably the Ladies Royal Rumble. I was glad to see Bianca Belair get the nod from Vince, get that push. I think she's going to shake up the ladies' division really, really well. Really well. And I cannot wait to see her go after that SmackDown ladies' title. Or SmackDown women's title. Her and Sasha Banks is going to be good, as Booker T would say. And I'm really glad to see that Edge won the Royal Rumble so he can sort of rewind and get that WrestleMania moment he was supposed to get last year pre-pandemic. Because uh, he fought his butt off for that. Fought his butt off. And uh, I'm going to have to go back and rewatch Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens. Though they did a lot of really cool stunts in that match, and they. Explored the space and explored the surroundings of the Thunderdome. Uh, I thought it was parts of it I thought were kind of boring, but maybe it was just me. I'm not sure. Um, we shall see. Like, overall, I would give Royal Rumble 2021, as I say, a strong B+. A strong B+. Alright, everybody. Happy Monday. It's a brand new week. Let's make another episode of the podcast. And let's make a great one. Grace. And peace.
be with you. Good Tuesday morning, good people of the podcasting world. I don't think I made the announcement yet that I got my first round of the vaccine on Saturday afternoon. And I'm getting my second round of the vaccine on February the 20th. Uh, The only side effect that I dealt with, the only side effect that I seem to have is the sore arm situation that's been going around. Got the Pfizer vaccine. Uh, feeling pretty good. There's no, you know, residual side effects. The the arm soreness is gone. That lasted maybe about a day. Uh, didn't last very long at all. And uh, feeling pretty good. Uh, to know that I'm not going to pass on the uh, situation or COVID-19 like silently to anybody else. I don't think that I've carried any symptoms throughout this whole thing, throughout this whole process, but to know that it's not going to be my fault, but it happens, is it's really a, a, a great thing. It's comforting to know that I'm not going to pass it on to my family. It's comforting to know that I'm not going to pass it on to my friends or those whom I love. Um, and so that's basically why I decided to get the vaccine. But here's the, here's the situation. They don't know if it can be passed on, uh, after you've gotten the vaccine or not. It potentially could still be passed on even after you've gotten the vaccine. So there's going to be, there's going to be a period where, even if you've gotten the vaccine, if you go out in public, you're going to be asked to wear, like, wear a mask, which I have had no problem with since, since the beginning because I've understood why we're doing it. Um, it's one of those situations and safety precautions. Though I am looking forward to the day where nobody has to wear a mask and we can go back to a sense of normalcy in public to where people can actually see our our faces and not have to worry about that. How long is that going to be? I don't know. Uh, It may be a thing where if we're in public, uh, we may not ever be able to, you know, not wear a mask again. I don't know. It may be that situation for many of us here in the United States. Uh, we never thought we'd see something like this. So, at least many of us never thought we'd see something like this. Many of us wouldn't have considered something like COVID being real. COVID is something you see in, in, in action movies. It's something you see in thrillers. It's something you see in, in Hollywood. It's it's like outbreak. It, it's not something you'd expect to happen in the midst of real life, but it has, and it's it's changed our culture 
in a lot of ways. It changed, it's changed the world. It's, the thing about it, though, is it's changed the world culture. Uh, it's not it's not just the United States. It's the world. And many of us, when we first started to see this, when we saw it in film, and and it's we're setting new precedents. And yes, we've got a vaccine now. We've got a couple of vaccines actually. So we're definitely on the upward slope, I think, uh, at maybe getting past some of the craziness we've had to do, had to deal with over the past six months or so, over the past year, really. Um, I shouldn't say six months. I should say year. Twenty twenty was 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 crazy. Um, 2020 was unexpected, 2020 was a whole bunch of, oh my goodness, but uh, I believe that we, as a society with this vaccine, have the potential to get back to something that that, that goes beyond needing to wear a mask, maybe it's my optimism, maybe it's my hope, maybe maybe it's, uh, maybe it's just a positive attitude, maybe it's all three, but uh, we are in a space and place where I think we are on the upward tick with, with COVID-19. That's my hope. Uh, all right, everybody. Just some thoughts. Just some thoughts. Happy Tuesday. Grace and peace be with you. Good morning, good people of the podcasting world. Welcome to Storytime with Pete on this Wednesday. Hope you're well, hope you're feeling good. It is comic book Wednesday. DC released some things yesterday because, you know, they release on Tuesdays and stuff. But um, everybody else releases today. Uh, the funny thing is, is that while I enjoy reading Wonder Woman and Flash and... Green Arrow and 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 Superman. I'm always looking for new things to be interested by, so I don't get oversaturated by DC Comics. And I'm really trying, at this stage and point in time, to also sort of get myself into Marvel. As you know, I have started reading Spider-Man as well, and uh, started in 2011. Dan Slott. Big Time Spider-Man, or Spider-Man Big Time Run. Let's get that right. And I've re- I've enjoyed it so far. And the thing about it is, Spider-Man Big Time is within available within four large volumes. And truthfully, I got those volumes in 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 December of 2021 as a Christmas gift. Because I did some uh, Amazon, Camixo- Amazon Comixology shopping. And I am nowhere near done with those books. But I'd say I'm a little under halfway through, just a little bit. But halfway through the first one. So I got a little while to go. 
but uh, I'm enjoying it so far. But I want to what I want to say real quick is that I'm also enjoying the potential of checking out some new books this year, and I might go to um, buy the digital comics to test them out to see if 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 um, it's going to be something I want to read long term. I've got a note here on my uh, iPhone, which I'm recording on. I've got a note uh, of those two books from Image that I want to check out and see if they're worth reading or worth checking out. Uh, Let me go into my notes here. And see if I can find those books. Got a couple notes here. The one is called Radiant Black, and the other one is called uh, Deep. Is called Deep Beyond. One of which is a sci-fi book that sounded really interesting to me. And the other is a superhero, independent superhero book that sounded really interesting to me as well. And the the art looks really interesting. Radiant Black and Deep Beyond from... Image Comics. Deep Beyond is coming out a little bit later this year, I think. But I'm definitely going to check out Radiant Black. And Radiant Black comes out next week. So, I'm not going to collect a single issue, but I'm going to read the first single issue to see if it's something that I want to pursue and and get in... in, uh, trade paperback format eventually so we shall see it's comic book day let's check out what does come out what's available and uh, start from there but Radiant Black is coming out next week and I still haven't determined officially when The other one is coming out, but we shall see you very, very soon. All right, everybody. Enjoy your day, whether you're a comic book fan or not. Make it a great one. Grace and peace be with you. Good Thursday morning, good people of the podcasting world. Welcome to Story Time with Pete on this day. Hope you are well. Hope you're feeling good. There are a couple of things that I've been uh, enjoying on the weekend, shall we say? Uh, I talked about it a little bit last week, I think, on the podcast. I'm not 100% sure. But there's a new version of Walker, Texas Ranger that has landed on the CW on Thursday nights. I have to watch it Friday, of course, because 
I watch it the next day on the CW app because I haven't ordered it yet for Voodoo. But if it gets picked up for a second season at the end of this year, I'm definitely going to pick it up next year, I think. Because if it gets picked up for a second season, that means it's doing okay in the ratings. Um, Also, uh, Black Lightning and Flash and Superman and everything else aren't that far away. Uh, Just as an update, I've picked up the season passes for Flash Season 7 and Black Lightning. I have yet to pick up the season pass for Superman. That's not available in... I should I should correct that. I should say Superman and Lois. Um, that, that, that's not available from Voodoo as of yet. I should check it and see if it's landed anywhere. Um, over the past few weeks, I haven't seen it yet. Um, but I haven't looked in a long time. But my superhero shows are coming back. That must mean that we're getting back to some semblance of normal in the world. Um, as I say, I get my second dose of the vaccine on April 20th. There's only one dose left and I'll have the uh, vaccine in. One thing I haven't reported yet is my mom and dad and I have noticed that uh, various paints in the house are wearing away. Like the bathroom paint is not as... The bathroom wall is chipping away in a, in a way we weren't expecting it to chip away. And, and the, the kitchen paint isn't lasting as long as we'd hoped it would. So for the past few days... I've been looking at paints. So we found a painter that has been painting for a neighbor of ours in her house. Um, actually, it's a husband and wife, so it's not just her house. It's, it's a couple's house, right? So the, this guy's been painting in their house, and we've picked out a couple colors thus far. And uh, we've also noticed that in my office in the house, things are just, you know, the pine is cracking a little bit, and the paint that we picked out isn't uh, lasting like we thought it would, so we're going to repaint the bathroom, we're going to repaint the uh, living room, and we're going to repaint the office. So we've picked out what we've, what we, I've, I've picked out what I think will work for the office. Uh, not, not, I'm sorry, not the office yet. Not the office yet. I don't know what we're going to do for the office. It, it might be the same color that is in the living room because it might work. But I've picked out a comfort, I've picked out a color called comfort gray for the living room kitchen area. And, uh, well, not living room, because the living room is pine. So we're going to paint the living room white. And I think, at least right now, that's the plan. And we're going to paint the kitchen uh, comfort gray. And then we're going to paint the bathroom. Um, let me see if I can figure out what the color is. I've got it here um, in front of me. 
the bathroom is going to be I gotta go back in my information here I'll find it really quickly because I have it sort of uh, earmarked because I uh, was shown it to a friend of mine recently so hold on be a text message so okay I know that the the thing is is comfort gray uh, but light raffia will be the color for the bathroom light raffia and it looks really nice uh don't know what we're gonna do for the office yet it might be workable in the office what i mean may what may be workable in the office is comfort gray may work in there it may be something that that fits and fits well we'll have to see um but yeah it's time to like re-spruce up the house um out of necessity more than anything else. When when paint starts to chip away and it acts like you're not expecting it to act, you kind of got to make moves to freshen up the house a little bit. And uh, to be honest with you, it's not that unusual for us because <laughs> I love my mom and I will always love my mom. But um, sometimes she gets... And I say this with love, Mom. If you ever hear this podcast, I say it with love. Um, she watches a lot of HGTV, right? And so she sees designs and she sees um, ideas and she gets certain thoughts in the brain. And the words that my dad reads are the words, you know what would be nice? Because that means she's gotten an idea from HGTV or something and some sort of remodel or change in the house or repainting in the house or sort of sprucing up the house, sprucing up of the house is going to happen. Because once my dad hears the words, you know what would be nice? We know a big change in the house is coming, generally speaking. So, Yeah. The house is going to get some color, some new color, and some spruce up. Um, and it's going to look a whole lot of, di- whole lot of different in, in uh, three areas of the house. The bedroom itself is going to stay the same because it, it just works in this room. Especially with the bedding that I have in here now. Um, the bedding... Um, more matches the house than it did before and uh we, we we'll see i really hope that comfort gray works for the the uh the kitchen um because it's a nice color and i really dig it it's a chameleon color and it's a cold color and it's uh it's a very vibrant color and and the reason i like it it's not exactly it's not exactly gray it's kind of a chameleon color that sometimes blue and green and it, it doesn't look straight up gray and it's, it's very uh, meditative and, and warm and, and calming and 
zen-like. It's a very cool color, and I think it's going to work really well in the kitchen. Alright, everybody. Happy Thursday. Grace and peace be with you. Good morning, good people of the podcasting world. Welcome to Storytime with Pete on this Friday. I certainly hope you are well. Hope you're feeling good. A little bit of another home update in regards to painting the house. In the spots we discussed yesterday, on, or on the episode yesterday. I'm not going to go with comfort gray because we, we I really like the color and I really hoped it would have worked, but it didn't work. We got a paint sample to paint in the house to see what it would look like in the kitchen area plus the just just uh part of the uh part of the living space i suppose we got a we got a paint sample of comfort gray and the problem with comfort gray is it's kind of a chameleon color it part parts of the house it looks blue parts of the house it looks green parts of the house it looks really it just uh, the lighting makes it look like a okay do you know what it looks like like if a nurse is wearing scrubs you know those green scrubs that are not that a nurse wears in hospital sometimes kind of looks like that and I have hopes to put in the house a color that will expand and brighten the room um, there's yellow in the kitchen right now, and then there's gray in other parts of the house. And while those colors are interesting, definitely for the house, and add a different color and dimension, I would like to add unification and consistency, which would make the house bigger and brighter. I want to open it up and make it a little bit brighter in there. I'm also going to make the office the same color. So we found an interesting white called Dover White. It's not exactly white. It's sort of a light beige white. Um, And I really dig it because I really think it's going to open up the house and make it bigger. And my mom and dad seem to be alright with it, so I think I think that's the color we're gonna go with for the for the <laughs> a living room kitchen space, at least right now. <laughs> um, that's what I said about comfort gray yesterday and then uh, it turns out we uh, didn't like it. So we're gonna get a sample now we're gonna try it I think I don't really know uh I don't really know I haven't confirmed it with my parents yet I don't know if we'll get a sample or not uh, but I think we want to try it before we put it on the wall see if it's good because if we hadn't tried Clifford Gray we wouldn't have seen that it's too chameleon like as I say for for the for the room and it wouldn't have worked for the room so 
Um, we're not getting comfort gray now because we don't like how it looks on the walls. And that's why you get paint samples to see if you're going to like the color before you actually get, you know, a two gallon or so uh, bucket of paint. Uh, that's why you test things. That's why you see if things are going to work. All right, everybody. Paint update number two for the day. We'll keep going. We'll keep seeing what happens. What happens? Don't lose faith. We may have found the color that we dig. We'll have to see. Um, Super Bowls this weekend. Given that uh, the family is a big fan of Tom Brady because of my uncle Pete, and the Patriots because of my uncle Pete. In the Super Bowl, my dad and I are going for the Bucks. Because that's where Tom is now. So, there you go. It's as simple as that for us. We're going for the Bucks. Grace and peace be with you. Enjoy the game. I'll talk to you again soon. Have a good weekend.